Hi, Wim, Pascal, welcome. Hi. Welcome to the Insights Podcast, uh, Talking Insights, and uh, welcome to Congress. How are you doing? Cool. Nice to be here. Yeah, We're doing fine. Yeah, yeah. We're enjoying Congress a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, not your first time there. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. So um, just for the audience, can you uh, tell us a bit more about yourselves? Go ahead, Pascal. So, uh, uh, Pascal, uh, leading the global strategy and insights team at Danone mm-hmm. uh, for our plan-based business unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so responsible of, I always say, my mission is to put people-centricity at the heart of what we do. And mm-hmm. so representing our consumers, our shoppers, and the moments of truth. Mm-hmm. That's a great job. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Wim. I'm co-founder of One Inch Whale. Uh, mm-hmm. We are a research consultancy company. We are specialized in strategic innovation, everything mm-hmm. which has to do with uh, product uh, service development, branding, packaging. And in our DNA is a bit uh, that we blend uh, research and available data sources, science, AI tools into into research, consumer research as we know it uh, in a more traditional way. Okay, thanks. So today we're here to talk about color science. And um, for for those that are not too versed in it, can you uh, just brief us on 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 the topic and uh, obviously your presentation a little bit just before we get into the questions? Perfect. Yeah, I will explain it very briefly because I can. Well, I can dedicate a whole podcast to it. You know, <laughs> I've spoken you know, to you before, <laughs> so we can definitely go on. We can definitely go. So, just very briefly. So, basically, um, uh, we all know uh, Daniel Kahneman's work, who says ninety-five percent or ninety percent of everything that we do in life is uh, subconsciously, is uh, very intuitively uh, that we make decisions. But what uh, not many people know is that in this, in, in Almost 85% of the cases, color is a dominant factor in leading these decisions. And that is um, uh, based on on, uh, on color uh, scientific work that has been done in the past. So there is uh, an engineer who has dedicated all his work, all his life uh, to, to really investigating the impact of color and multisensual stimuli on, on people's life, on how we decide. And uh, all of this work is now coming together in a color science uh, uh, yeah, tool that helps us to understand how a certain color tone impacts how we feel, mm-hmm. how we perceive products and services, uh, and how we take decisions. And, and that's a beautiful thing to blend in with, uh, with traditional research because uh, it makes basically uh, insights more actionable uh, because it can really tell you to, se- to change a very slightly uh, nuance in a certain color with an impact on consumer behavior directly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm guessing it's been really important for Danone for that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I think by going uh, last year through the journey together, it's uh, very eye-opening and highly underestimated the impact it can have in uh, both positioning your product, but also activating your product uh, when it comes to really selling it, uh, how you bring more dynamic uh, via colors into your, into your pack. So uh, it has been a very eye-opening journey and based on the science that is and the robustness uh, behind it, it also helps to facilitate these decisions in the company uh, mm-hmm. because everybody has an opinion when it comes to packaging. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it, it becomes more an internal discussion mm-hmm. than, uh, again, the external world of the consumer centricity. And that helped a lot uh, by having that science behind uh, in order to come to more fast and agile uh, decisions. So, the science is built around, um, I believe you mentioned, a predictive engine. 
Yeah, yeah sure. can you elaborate on that? Well, there are different components in there. First, there is a color psychology. There mm-hmm. is the sensory science, which is uh, plugged into that from really uh, empirical kind of uh, angle. So empirical studies were researched and uh, we we uh, take took the learnings out of that. And then there were tons of validation projects in there uh, to really validate the fact is this color has this color this meaning and has this this impact on on behavior basically and another component which is basically very important to mention as well uh this is giving a view objectively on all of the elements uh, and the impacts but we also want insights on how people look into visual simile for example and we plugged in predictive eye tracking in there which makes the whole system um, predictive intelligence engine uh, and predictive eye tracking basically well it's based on tons of real eye tracking data and uh, machine learning helps helps us to really predict where people are looking at in the first three seconds and meanwhile this accuracy is about 90 sometimes 95 percent compared to real eye tracking and i think that's also something which helps to really move fast cost efficiently in in packaging development processes but pascal you can maybe better tell later on how, how that works to the yeah. advantage of Alpo in this, yeah. uh, yeah. these processes. Yeah. And first of all, when it comes to your first point, Wim, on the importance of how to use colors um, in your brand, certainly when you have a broad brand range of uh, product range um, in your brand, it helps you to plot the right colors to the right kind of positioning that you want to give to each product in your range. And that was also one of the uh, challenges that we took in saying, with the broadening range of Alpo, with multi-ingredients that we have uh, in our playing territory, how can we uh, be um, as uh, as close as possible to triggering the need that we want to do with uh, with the product that we developed? Mm-hmm. So that helped a lot. And then on your second point, Wim, on the uh, predictive eye tracking, that has been um, a tool also together with the design agency on how you can make little adjustments to your pack with big impact. And it's sometimes, uh, it's in the detail. Sometimes it's uh, blowing up or um, some uh, some elements or shrinking some elements so that the, the visibility and uh, the the energy that you, your brain needs to process the data is, is more limited. Uh, so it's, that activates your shopping behavior. And how, how would a market researcher go about in implementing this? And how is it, you know, what advice can you give the our audience? Well, from my point of view, and, and certainly in future, uh, mm-hmm. because there is a lot of happening uh, in tech and AI-driven platforms that use existing data and help you to predict what, what consumers are, are, are going to do. So I feel that we really should uh, embrace that and work with that as soon as possible, and not in five or 10 or two years, but experiments take it into hand and see how it can help your business i think it's also if we look at what we have done for example for alpo if we would do it now we know that we would do it differently because the tool evolved so other tools that we can use and we have to accept that you know Uh, don't stick to the traditional but really open up that's my advice we open up your world and use existing uh, data sources, data science, predictive engines, AI, and some of the are maybe not so good and you will experience it and you will try to find another one. That's fine, you know, but uh, you cannot miss the train, I think, as a researcher in this era, era where everything goes so fast and everything evolves exponentially, yeah. growth of tools and technology. My vision is always a bit like, um, as an, an inside professional, you should embrace AI to the fullest 
but don't delegate your 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 tasks and your jobs to AI. No. It's about embracing and collaborating with it um, and integrating in it. It's not about delegating tasks uh, that you don't need to do anymore. So that's a bit also with the topic of uh, the overall theme of uh, of this conference. Uh, very real in yeah. all cases. That uh, that's for me the right approach on how to deal with it. And I'm guessing the AI has been um, used in in obviously in helping find the right colors. And can you tell us uh, of maybe some examples so, so people can well visualize yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the decisions that Non ended yeah. up making? That... For sure. And uh, it's real life in stores. So, uh, mm -hmm. for example, one of the ideas behind the new packaging, we wanted to go big on taste. Mm -hmm. And to personify that, we uh, portrayed the, the ingredients like the almond and the coke very big. And we only showed part of, of, of the ingredient on the pack. But uh, thanks to uh, the learnings, we saw that uh, the mental energy that is needed to depict what is really shown on the pack is, is, is larger or, or stronger or heavier than if you show more of the almond. So that, for example, was a concrete change we've uh, implemented in the pack, showing more the ingredients in its totality. So it's easier to process for the brain. Ah, I need my almond ring. I find it uh, immediately there. Or it's about the proportion of unsugared versus um, almond. How can you make that in a balance that uh, both messages come in the same order? Uh, so that, uh, are, for example, two, yeah. two very concrete. And I remember another one. Yeah. Uh, I know. I knew on top of the pack there was a kind of a banner. You know? Yeah. And uh, in this banner was was words. I'm plant-based or yeah, plant-based? Plant-based. Plant-based, yeah. Just yeah. yeah. so, to say, okay, it's plant-based alternative. Uh, uh, well, okay, yeah. cool. But out of the predictive item, we saw that that took so much attention. And, well, you know, people know that it's plant-based yeah, yeah. due to the ingredient. You know, it's yeah. that, so it didn't make sense to put that there. And yeah. you use that uh, very clever and smart in another way because attention is going anywhere, anyhow there. So you can yeah, get another message through. Yeah. Uh, for, for consumers. I yeah. think that was also that something was also, like, uh, yeah, very eye-opening. Yeah. yeah, we have lots of... Uh, well, lots of... But in packaging, is also about details eh, and having the proportion of everything True. right uh, to create that harmony. And so for each pack, we had uh, very nice uh, and actionable results. And that that is a bit why I also love uh, loved uh, this first uh, pilot on it, on the actionability of the insights was really easy to grab also with uh, uh, with our design agency together uh, and that would be my record even when we would redo it mm -hmm. to even incorporate them exactly. earlier in the process mm -hmm. and that it com becomes a bit more like uh, 100% collaboration in building it from scratch. So as a final question and you're talking about incorporation, um, what advice would you give to a brand or an agency that wants to incorporate this uh, MR color theory, as you, yeah. as you may, into uh, into his processes yeah. to really kind of boost this uh, effectiveness. Well, first of all, I, I think it's also for the design agencies. Um, they should be very much aware about it. Mm -hmm. uh, it was for me also. I knew about the impact of colors, but not into the granularity that uh, that we experienced. So. Um, it should be deliberate and not be like, oh, it's a choice-based uh, decision process. It should be a deliberate process. So really, um, for that world, engage with uh, with that science um, and use it then in a very iterative uh, mm -hmm. and experimental uh, style. Yeah. 
And maybe to build on that, uh, I think what, what is important in the tech development process and the research streams which are just aligned to that, we used to work very linear, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, companies, brands are creating a packaging together with the design agency. They think we have a couple of routings. What do we have to choose? People give their voice. No, we are going to do consumer research. Right? Yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Consumers give their opinion and the, the agency comes back with something. And then a decision is made and sometimes they redo everything because yeah. uh, purchase yeah. intent is yeah. uh, going down. And that's because we don't think in ecosystems enough as a research and brand. And yeah. that's the solution that we have to do. We, yeah. we, we see that the processes which gain in impact, time and money are those where we sit together at the very beginning. And it has that advantage as well that the design agency uh, is not being feel attacked because yeah. what happens if you don't integrate them in the beginning and the results are bad, they will shoot you research in all angles. Yeah. It's only 200 respondents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's only quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. only few. Uh, the difference is not that big. It's significant, but maybe not that. And yeah. you, you feed into discussions that you don't want because they, ha they have to kill their baby at that yeah. moment, you know? If they, if you put them up at the very beginning of the process, and I think that's the beauty of it, uh, the science-based uh, elements in there bring also and open up a world for them as well, which enables them to create packages much more focused. So the creativity will be more impact from, from the beginning. And uh, in our opinion, uh, and in our experience as well, less designs will be have to be validated by yeah. consumers. So you can funnel down a lot of ideas into the right color usage, uh, yeah. uh, design gestalt before going into validation. And you win time and you win money all in the yeah. end because if yeah. you have to test three design routes at the end yeah. or only two, well, that's a, a huge difference if you are in a global position and you have to test it yeah. across markets. I think. Yeah. That's for me also something very important. Yeah. And we did, um, but it was a bit in parallel, so uh, it could have been a bit more... Uh, Spread, but uh, we did the great stuff of starting with um, a more qual positioning work linked already to the iVisual um, mood boards uh, on saying, okay, starting from the ingredient, what is the world around the ingredient? What colors does it evoke? What is kind of the need we want to express? How does that uh, um, links to moods, colors, um, shapes? Um, and then bring that uh, back into a pack brief. So that's the ideal, um, the sure. ideal, that's the ideal sequence, uh, and then you have a kickoff base for both the, the design agency and the client and, and the research agency to uh, uh, to take it from there. Oh, fantastic! Thank you very much. I'm going to be much more analytical, critical, and think <laughs> overthinking why um, the almond is looking at me in that yeah. way. <laughs> but uh, um, again, thank you very much. Good it's been a pleasure, and uh, looking forward to uh, hearing more from you. So uh, best of luck and then enjoy the rest of the Congress. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.